It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted to turn your spare change into thousands of dollars? Well, that's where Acorns comes in. Acorns is a micro-investing platform that does the saving and investing for you. You simply link a credit or debit card, and after each purchase, Acorns will automatically round up the amount you spent to the nearest dollar. Then, it will take that change, no matter how small the amount, and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor-made for you. There are no deposit or account minimums to maintain, no commission fees, and no penalties when withdrawing funds. Download the Acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today. going on internet analytic here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i'm a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of r&b mixed in for episode 34 we're going to be getting into kodak black and trump little wayne and trump gamestop and young Dolph's rich slave deluxe but before that make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall as far as production and keeps me motivated. Also, make sure to share this podcast and rate this five stars on Apple Podcasts as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that we got the intro out of the way, let's get into the quote of the pod. Okay, getting into the quote of the pod, we're going to start with Kodak and Trump. Now, before I get specifically into Kodak Black, I'm going to talk about what Trump did before Joe Biden's inauguration, which most people call that like a... um, a period of time 
where the president knows he's going out so he just does things on his way out kind of like a a, it's not a long-term thing it's more of short term because when the new president comes in he can always revoke and uh, write new legislations that help out his plan and kind of stops the plan of the past president if he feels it needs to if he feels basically he does whatever he wants to when he gets into office not whatever he wants to but he he most times he doesn't go with the other president um ideas you know that's why they're running against each other most times instead of running with each other so as far as what trump did one of the most famous things he did on his way out was free basically most rappers and and like other people which a lot of presidents do even barack obama did it before he went out so this is not of this is not like unusual for a president to do but the the list of names is definitely something that caught the the eyes and and the tension of the hip-hop fans as little wayne and kodak black were among those granted clemency by donald trump so Basically, what this means is they he granted them a pardon, which gives them. Well, we're going to get into the article. It talks about it more in detail. So Joe Biden is going to be what well, was already sworn in in this article. It says was going to be sworn uh, sworn in. But as far as the pardon, he pardoned Lil Wayne, which we're going to talk about in the next segment. And then who fa- and Lil Wayne faced up to 10 years. But we're not going to get too much into him right now. We're going to get into the overview of Trump's pardon and get into Kodak Black. And then also he pardoned Kodak Black after pleading guilty to firearm charges in March 2020. And he faced a 46 month. He, he faced 46 months and uh, months in federal prison. And he served nearly half the time. A lot of rappers can't. I mean, not a lot. Kodak and, and Lil Wayne did come out and give their spoke their piece on, on how the thankful they were for the for the president pardoning them and as far as other people talking about it they said that other other individuals were also granted clemency by trump so these weren't the only two these were just the most famous two that everybody well these are the two that everybody's talking about he also pardoned detroit made uh, I'm trying. I'm trying not to get this wrong. <laughs> so he also, he, the Detroit mayor, convicted on 24 federal felony counts, including extortion and racketeering. He parked. He pardoned him, and real estate developer Bob Zangrillo, charged in 2019 college admissions scandal. Which that's very interesting because I feel like colleges do pull a lot of. Uh, different tricks and, and stuff like that to, to bring more income in but that's a whole nother subject subject so basically this this article is just going over the people he pardoned and i and, and most notably one of the most famous not famous but like one of the most interesting things that came about it was people really thought the tiger king star was going to be pardoned but he it didn't end up happening for him as he was convicted of animal abuse and attempted murder if you watch the tv show you will know what that's about but he publicly stated that he hoped trump will pardon him but obviously he wasn't on trump's radar as trump did not pardon him 
though. And now Joe Biden and Kamala Harris on office. So I don't know if that'll happen, but I think Trump was probably his best bet. So he also, well, okay. So now we're going to get into Kodak Black specific portion of the pardon. So he, Kodak Black released a last day in, which I thought was pretty funny because everybody, every rapper who gets out drops the first day out. So just titling it last day in it's a little different it kind of switches it up switches it up a little bit but at the same time not really so i mean he was facing gun charges he played he pled guilty faced 46 months trump pardoned him earlier this week and in the celebration the rapper came out with the last day in and he addresses the pardon and the famous one of the most quotable lyrics in the track that he says trump freed me but my favorite president is on the money, which is something that is just uh, very not. It, it, you, you knew he was going to make some joke about president money. And, you know, that's just one of the most wrapped about double entendres in the hip hop culture. So he also thanked his president uh, over Twitter saying, I want to thank the president and he added Trump, which Trump got banned from like, I think Trump got banned from life. Like, I don't even like it's Trump. OK, like we don't even <laughs> like I think only way to to even see Trump is uh, alleged TV network that he's going to start the Donald Trump network or something like that. But as far as right right now, he's been banned from like every major platform and, and, and just company. So. So that if you click that at Donald Trump, it will say like account permanently banned, which is very uh, <laughs> that's very funny. So uh, he going to, going back to the tweet, he said, quote, I want to thank the president at real Donald Trump for his commitment to justice reform and shortening my sentence. I also want to thank everyone for their support and love. It means more than you will ever know. I want to continue giving back, learning and growing. Now, despite that pardon, this article was bringing up he is facing other charges, which is uh, sexual misconduct in, in South Carolina, which was a 2016 incident. Prosecutors in South Carolina say that they will pursue the case for the incident. And also that process, because it was so late, they, uh, they, gave, they came up with the reason for why it was pushed so far and because of the corona they blame the coronavirus pandemic which i think anything in this world you can blame on covid so <laughs> that's not uh out of the norm to see also i don't know if y'all heard that I was moving my chair around but anyways so yeah he's facing the sexual misconduct so hope well i don't know i don't have too much to say on that whatever uh, i just hope justice is, is served so um, as far as the song Last Day In, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't think it was one of those that it, it, it definitely didn't follow the, the first day out type of vibe. Usually those type of songs are more not upbeat, but is more energetic and more braggadocious in how they beat the system. They came out and, and they're out here now like it's their first day out. Like what's happening? Like what's going on in the world? Can't wait. To, you know what I mean? The braggadocious type of bars. Which I don't know if Rowdy Rebel put out his first day out. I don't think so. I think he's probably and smartly he's waiting for Bobby Schmurder to put something out. So 
because once Bobby Shmurda comes out, they're probably gonna make like a whole album together because that shit's gonna be supported by the whole industry because you know, hip hop is pretty uh hypocritical when it comes to certain artists, but other artists, you know. So with Kodak Black, his last day in, I thought the track was very solid. Definitely had the uniqueness of Kodak Black as his delivery in tracks are obviously different than other rappers delivery and when i say that and a lot of rappers sound the same like a lot of them kodak black is one of the few who sounds like himself which is hard to do in a world of copycats so last day in is three minutes and 10 seconds i'm not, i'm gonna play like not the whole song but i'm gonna play most of it because just because of the lyrics and i feel like kodak black is not a lyricist but at the same time He's saying things that you can pick up on. You could run it back and still pick up different things from the track. So it, it was very insightful into his life and how Rich still brings trouble. And, and you know, Biggie notoriously said, more money, more problems. But what oh, was the Tupac that said that? I think it was Biggie. Oh, that was one of them. Anyways, Kodak was kind of reiterating the same thing same statement as he talked about his struggles with still living his past life even though he's rich now and so we're just going to get into that with the actual track i'm gonna play the whole snippet and y'all can let me know as y'all well y'all can listen to the track and then after we're going to talk about what y'all think about it and what i mean talk about it is i'm gonna talk about it and just ask y'all to hit me on the socials or something like that so yeah, here's a snippet from Kodak Black, Last Day In. Everybody been like going crazy with this like auto tune. No, I don't need no tune for the auto. All I'm missing is you. I done made it out that fire like it's magic. If you ain't with me, I don't wanna see you happy. I'm just trying to spend my Easter in Miami. My baby told me stop the way and stick to rapping. Now, why you got the money for if you gon' waste it? Call that ain't you tired of living crazy, boy, you famous now. I'm just trying to spend my Easter in Miami. And I need it on my first day out there, my last day in. I'm in all kind of shit, I'm chilling at the days in. I've been prospering, friend, I don't get prosecuted. I can't believe that you could really leave me lonely. You don't even call to see a f the homie. Yeah. I done stood up in that water with all kind of divers I done made it out that fire like a firefighter I been cleaning quarantine with a bad aid Up off, we ain't poppin' out until they find a vaccine I told my lawyer, boy, I love you like a daddy I'ma catch a chart before I let them take advantage I done came home so much, I already know they tired of me Ran up out of prison, I ain't say bye to nobody I'm on sushi, this some no more lunch trade, yeah Had to stop showing everybody where my mama stay, yeah Trump just free me, but my favorite president is on the money All they hate and prejudice has become evident Time me trying to quit taking trips with the carbon But I know you don't miss a chance if you could hurt me, yeah This my first day out, I wanna help my side Ain't no rumor, I keep shooters in my entourage Got the white 
talking like a no I be running with disease like I'm Piccolo mm. Spend my Christmas in Miami, your Carisha Brownlee They didn't wait till you went to prison, they left you in a county I been saving up the money on my Sunday Know you only wish for you to see me suffering Whatever I spend on you is less than what you making me Who spent the biggest bag on you, girl, don't play with me Cause I don't wanna have to show you that I love you, baby If you ever cheat on me, that's what I'm gon' do, baby. I don't know, I think it's over for the rap game did my first day out the joint, so that my last day in. Yeah, so I was As you heard, <clears throat> the last day in track was more insightful than anything. Was was it more of a, a radio type play? Like he I don't think he was going for radio with this single. But with Kodak Black, anything is gonna be taken and played a bunch of times. Cause Kodak is one of those type of artists that Whenever you see an artist <clears throat> put his feelings into the track, it's kind of obvious. I don't know if I talked about this with the baby, but as far as like the way he raps and the way you know that he's not faking what whatever he's rapping about is is also transparent to the listeners as when your lifestyle matches the music it makes it 10 times more enjoyable because you know it's not fake so that's what i really have to say about the kodak black song i really liked it it's probably the only snippet i'm gonna play throughout the whole podcast because well because i think that's the best song that dropped this weekend so yeah that was a solid uh last day in track um click my link to in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do y'all think of kodak black's last day in and <laughs> what do y'all think about trump's pardons as he left his list of pardons as he left the office do you think it's unusual or do you think it was just right i saw a lot of people supporting trump after uh parting kodak black and especially lil wayne which we're gonna get into like right now so yeah we're gonna switch it up and get into lil wayne and trump Okay, getting into music, even though the quarter of the pod was also about music, most of this podcast is about music as, well, I say music, more about hip-hop, as that that's mostly what people like to hear me talk about, so we're just going to get right into Lil Wayne and Trump, as I already explained in the last segment, if you missed it, you could click Kodak Black, Mass Effect, it should pop up, well, not click, but search as far as people who listen to the whole pod, you probably already heard it. So getting into what actually went down. Lil Wayne re- also released a statement after getting pardoned by Trump saying, quote, I want to thank President Trump for recognizing that I have so much more to give to my family, my art and my community community. I also want to thank at Bradford Co- Cohen or Cohen. I don't know. I can't read. Anyways. For working so dil- diligently to secure another chance for me love Dwayne michael carter jr so i don't know if this was uh like i don't know if, if trump was like if i party you have to like support me even on my way out but i mean if i was facing 10 years and somebody parted me from jail best believe i would be supporting them too like I don't, well i don't know it depends if he like kills somebody but 
as far as like Lil Wayne's situation with the whole taking a picture with President Trump and then this news coming out, it totally makes sense to me. Even though Lil Wayne is still of the 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 he's cut from the the cloth of not really saying the best things in the right moments. Like when the whole Black Lives Matter movement was going on, he was saying racism's never affected me, so there's really no racism. Which is not a quote. But it's what I got out of his interview because it's basically what he said when he talked about racism doesn't affect him and that he's too rich to face racism, which nobody's too rich to face racism. I mean, LeBron faces it every day and he's like one of the richest. He has one of the biggest contracts in the NBA. Like, so as far as like racism as a whole, we're not going to get into that. But as far as what happened, President Trump did grant a full a full pardon to Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. I don't know if he's facing any other cases like Kodak Black was, but as far as right now, he's a free man and he has Trump to thank because of that. Now, he also put out another track, not another track. He released a new song basically after the whole pardon news and i think that track was the in, the interesting thing about little wayne is that he will release something and you could just tell that he had no intentions of following like the beat and <laughs> not saying like he's off beat like g herbo style but little you can tell little wayne just comes in with what with whatever he wants to rap about and whatever topic on his mind he raps it and he just tells the engineer to put a beat over it because i don't this whole track that he released after the pardon news well i don't think that fit the beat at all i think a, another beat could have fitted better uh, or fitted more effectively the way he delivered his bars is what made me realize that he just already had that in the tuck like he was gonna rap that over any beat whatever they ch chose and they just chose the wrong beat for for that um for his freestyle that's what i'm gonna call it because i don't even think he writes well he doesn't write and notoriously he doesn't write so he said quote in, in the track the feds they hot on us 100 on the th thermometer flash they raided my private plane got one that's more private later adding fbi arrest me why <laughs> question mark which is funny reading off artist lyrics because the way they deliver them and the way you read them like it's totally different so you'll have to hear the delivery but it, it was very important that Lil Wayne <laughs> took that picture with Trump because I don't even think he would have even got close to not facing jail time like I think he would have probably went to jail if he didn't pull the stunt with President Trump which a lot of people are not forgiving him or just more understanding of what he did because of what Trump Trump did for him. Like, if you push your, if you put yourself in Lil Wayne's shoes, which most people are law-abiding citizens, I would hope. Uh, so, I mean, I'm definitely a law-abiding law citizen. So I don't really think in the terms of going to jail or not. But if I was facing ten years, and there was a guy that could pardon me completely, and all I had to do was take a picture and promote him. I'll, I mean, I would probably do it because it, it's just you wouldn't want to go to jail for 10 years and miss out on your child or, or your just chill, your kids moments like the graduating because he would have missed all that. He would have missed high school, all that, because I know his daughter's like the oldest. I think she's in college or something. He has other kids and just missing out 
on birthdays and just like that that's a lot so i don't think that lil wayne made the wrong decision by doing that it's just putting himself in that situation in the first place is definitely not the best way to conduct yourself as lil wayne is an icon at this point and a legend and you would just like to see them move accordingly you, not every rapper can move and and make decisions like jay-z but he's more the cream of the crop as far as not idols which is people you look at and, and are like yeah that's how you do that's how you carry a brand you know and for Lil Wayne it's kind of disappointing as a fan to see him still in these type of situations I mean he's selling masters he was I think he was ready not to go but he was preparing either way like it, it could it could have went way worse for Lil Wayne in this situation so for Trump to pardon him and him just to have to take a picture and just promote him a little bit I don't think it was the biggest uh, ask from from Trump. Like he may have asked some other things, but as far as right now, Trump's a free man. Kodak Black's a free man because of President Trump. I wouldn't see them coming out and saying too. I don't see them having too many negative opinions on Trump going into the future. And even if they do, they'll probably just keep it short. Like, yeah, I didn't really mess with everything he did, but I'm glad he pardoned me. Like, they'll probably keep it something like that. But as far as going on Lil Pump. And just trying to like pom pom showing up to like every Trump rally or something like that. I don't see them doing that anymore. But I don't know. You never know with these artists. I mean, artists are professional liars, so you never know what this was going through their head. As Lil Wayne is notoriously one of those that freestyles everything and has interviews hot and cold, where he doesn't mess with the interviewer. And you can obviously tell. Or he does like the interviewer, and he would just open up. Like the Nori um, uh, Drink Champs, I think it was called. That interview with Lil Wayne is probably the most open and transparent I've ever seen Lil Wayne. As far as his own podcast, quote-unquote, that he did for a little bit, which he had Drake on. He had, like, everybody and the mom on. So, yeah, that was that was also great. But as, as far as the, the actual feeling of just hip-hop and, and Trump, I, if it, Trump, I don't think Trump could have I mean he definitely could have handled a lot of things better but as far as pardoning pardoning Lil Wayne and Kodak he got in good graces of some of the hip-hop fans I have to say that because looking at the comments on the news people was like man Trump's really not that bad of a guy like look see look what Trump did on his way out we should maybe we should have kept him you know you, you get those type of uh comments from people and i just think it's a desperate attempt on getting the black vote from trump well getting the black vote on on trump's part so i don't it's hard to say something's not sincere when you pardon somebody for 10 years but at the same time it's things that you could see through or you could just see why he would do that which it goes both ways i mean being pardoned from 10 years and having to take a picture with someone that's this but for most people, it's, it's not the hardest decision to make when you're facing that much jail time. I mean, most people haven't even been to jail, don't even know what that's like. I'm definitely not going to know what that, that's like as I'm a law-abiding citizen. So, um, yeah. The whole Lil Wayne and Trump, the whole Kodak Black and Trump, the Trump partners in general overall was just an interesting way for Trump to go out and left some, some, some hip-hop fans pro-Trump so I don't think that that's gonna 
sway any elections in the future as i don't even think he's gonna be able to run anymore as i think they're trying to impeach him like fully like this time like last time they impeached him but i think it went to the senate and they denied it or whatever because he was still in office this time now that he's out of office i don't see anybody being on his side or having to be on his side but they definitely want his fan base let that be known they the the republicans definitely want trump's fan base but like they say you cut the head off the snake and the, the body will follow so i think that's the case with trump right now and his whole audience but anyways Click my link in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Lil Wayne's mm, actions towards Trump? And does it make it, is it more commendable because of what Trump did for him? And that's all I had to say for that. Now we're going to switch it up and get into gaming. Okay. Getting into gaming. We're going to talk about GameStop, and that's very interesting for me to say because GameStop, if for those that have paid attention to GameStop, has been doing terribly, and it's been notably shown on all type of major corporations that follow the gaming industry. They always list out the struggles that GameStop has been through, and the PS5 and the Xbox Series X was the most noticeable or notable um, achievement as GameStop stocks well not because of that but GameStop definitely sold a lot <laughs> in that period of time which a lot of retailers sell a lot when the next next gen consoles come out but for GameStop that's I mean they sell games I mean that's basically their bread and butter that's their niche other big companies like target walmart they can sell other things but gamestop like that's it like they have to be on top of these next gen consoles and get them in to sell them so that was very interesting to see as a lot of people was coming and saying that gamestop was finally going to get more than five customers in the store at, at one time <laughs> so i thought that was hilarious as they always they like the pre-owned games and the games that you bring after you beat and they give you like ten dollars for it when you just pay 60 like that's the whole notorious thing with gamestop they never give you your return on investment which is why i think it's, it's failing a little bit because physical copies aren't really as prevalent as they were in the past as a gamer you can literally download any game on the digital store Granted, you might have to buy the full price for a hard copy. You might be able to get a friend to sell it to you for 20 you know, find a little black market type deal. But as far as digital, it, it seems like that's the way that gaming is going as game, uh, Microsoft and PlayStation are looking at digital only consoles to put alongside with the consoles. As is why the Xbox came out with the Xbox Series um, S, I think it was. I think it was the Xbox Series S. I think that's what they called it. And it was completely digital. So getting into why we're talking about them like right now is because GameStop soars uh, nearly 70% trading briefly halt. Trading was briefly halted amid Epic's short squeeze. And that's just the title of the article. But as far as what happened, GameStop stock shot up as much as 69.4% uh, to a high of $72 on friday which i think it was at one point gamestop was at 15 dollars for investing so if you would have invested back in that time 
I would definitely probably sell not now, but I will wait a little bit and then sell because GameStop is not going to keep this up like at all. Like we're going to get into why they shot up, but they're not going to keep this up. But they have a huge percentage of people investing in them right now in the U.S. stock market. And according to a, a lot of like fact checking us. Uh, stock sites that gives you advice and then just shows you how the performance is doing for certain companies and for GameStop is just jumping through the roof but mo most of this is because of the company announced that Chewy co-founder and former CEO Ryan Cohen is joining its board which wasn't Lil Wayne talking about him or maybe that was another Cohen I don't know the news triggered massive short covering where hedge funds and other players had to rush and cover their bets against the stock. So a lot of people was rushing in, investing in GameStop, shooting the, the percentage all the way up at more than 90, 194 million shares and eight times the 30 day trading volume average 23.8 million. So a lot of people was just it's, it's basically a gold mine right now. So if I don't give stock advice because I'm not the most experienced. I'm not an expert. I'm definitely not a broker. <laughs> so I will leave it up to them. But as far as me, I think that this is a boat. I think this is a ship sale for people wanting to get in on this uh, gold mine as I don't see GameStop shooting up even more as this is the biggest jump GameStop's had in like maybe forever. Like a lot of people who are at that level as far as um, stock, like stock experts are saying that this is like a poker game right now going on with the GameStop market and that it will go back to $20 per share really fast. So a lot of people are even saying that this not it's not going to last. But if you want to take the risk, by all means, I mean, do you <laughs> like don't let nobody tell you what you have to do with your money. At the end of the day, investing is something that's a, always a gamble. But it's more productive, in my opinion, as far as spreading your income and making it grow as inflation is happening every day. So as far as investing, it only benefits you unless you're just investing in, in companies that you know are on the downfall. Like nobody's investing in like, but let me not <laughs> let me not uh, talk down on any companies. But anyways, so, yeah, got a. Uh, Long story short, GameStop stock is rising and experts experts are saying that it's not going to last very long, which I mean, why would you think it was going to last long? I mean, is GameStop is not the type of GameStop is not the company that you should put all your stock into as is is not. It hasn't been performing in like. It hasn't been performing for years, and just because it shot up a little bit, just because of people, I don't know, hyping it up. I, don't, I think it's, I don't know if it's a word of mouth because GameStop. I mean, obviously, they just said they had to change the CEO, so maybe that's what pay, people made people want to invest in. I mean, which makes sense because when Kanye went to Gap, it made me want to invest in Gap. I ended up not doing it, but I can see how the persuasion and the the, the optics of it could look enticing for people who want to generate more income. So. As far as like my advice on GameStop, I would just wait it out. I wouldn't invest it in at all as this is, this is literally the highest it's going to go. So unless you want to like lose money or maybe gain like 10 cents, then I wouldn't invest in it. But 
at the same time i'm not a stock expert i'm not a broker so you do what you want to do and then at the at the end of the day then i mean nobody can tell you how you want to play with your money so anyways that's all i had to say about the gamestop stock and so yeah click my link in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of the gamestop it like in general like what do you think of the company's long-term like longevity like do you think it has longevity or do you think in the next four years it's probably become going to become uh extinct because i remember i talked about a while ago gamestop already shut down like a lot of stores and there was the people was thinking it was getting ready to call for bankruptcy which is what a lot of big corporations do to get some money back but then i don't really think they ended up doing that as the next gen consoles kind of saved it a little bit obviously it can't save it as a whole but as far as the net loss i think it helped out a lot so they have they definitely have playstation and microsoft to thank for that and especially the new switch models coming out every like four to six months so yeah that's all i had to say for the gamestop stock rising and potentially crashing and now we're going to switch it up and get into pop culture getting into pop culture this is something that didn't really hit my radar but because i follow this artist personally i saw it so i don't know if that makes sense but young dolph dropped the deluxe with rich slave album that came out i think last year like early last year i don't know if it was early last year but it was it was a while ago let's just say that like i don't know if he pulled the eminem and tried to drop it one year and then drop it the next drop the deluxe the next year but this was pretty smart as uh these are pretty pretty sneaky ways to hide ways to put out a new album without saying it's a new album so people would just think oh it's a deluxe but the album still isn't finished like this is deluxe nowadays are whole albums in my opinion like these are just whole albums that just didn't make the first cut which is i mean usually that's a deluxe but most artists they usually put more effort into a deluxe making it more of an extension of the album than uh these songs i wasn't gonna put on the album but now i'm gonna put out because i want more streaming sales like some artists do that and for young dolph i don't know if he did that exactly but it's kind of looking like it as i don't think it was as good as the original album but it's not saying too much as i didn't even have the original album too high on my list as far as like best hip-hop albums i think dolph is a great artist well i think dolph is a good rapper but as far as being an artist he does things the same a lot more times than not so i don't think it's a i don't think he's able to drop as much as he wants because this it's just like his delivery isn't changing adapting it's more of the same like you know what you're gonna get when you're listening to a Dolph pro, uh, pro product so getting into the actual deluxe this is under the uh paper route empire key glock and and, and uh kenny muni was was featured under the deluxe young dog wants to promote this paper route empire as he's claimed he's independent 
and flexes as he's independent definitely game i think he tried to give out lambo to promote his sales like saying that if you buy my album you you will get put into a pot for a new lambo which is just the craziest thing ever like who would want a lambo that can't even afford like you know what i mean like i don't think people think about gas or just if something goes wrong and you have to fix it and then it ends up being like two hundred thousand dollars and you only have like 20 like i don't think people think like that so as far as the lambo it got people it was very enticing to a lot of people made them download the album just to get into the sweepstakes i don't know who won the lambo and i don't even know if he promoted who who had who won the lambo but i don't know maybe like i say all the time rappers are professional liars so either either he did put it out or he didn't but as far as me i, I didn't look to see if he did or didn't um the track list as far as the deluxe there was large amounts fast give me my bag green light featuring key glock uh scotch deluxe obey your thirst no regrets featuring kenny uh, muni and buy my way to heaven so it's an additional eight tracks green light featuring key glock was a very um i think it was the standout in this deluxe i think Dolphin King Key Glock has a lot of chemistry that's not really put on a mainstream, but it's just because of the way that they don't really switch up their delivery too often. It's more of the same type of rhythm, rhythmic rhymes that they they give out. So yeah, <laughs> Green Light was a stand down to Deluxe, but it wasn't saying too much. I didn't think too much of the Deluxe. Um, no regrets and by my way to heaven is the other two tracks that I think was a stand down on the Deluxe. I would have played snippets, but you know, of course, with this podcast, I try to keep it PG and there's no clean version. So I just rather not play it. And just to be honest, I mean, I don't don't really know if this album deserves (laughs) snippets like that. Like, I don't like it's not that great of a body of work. If you want to listen to it yourself, you can. But as far as me, I don't think the album did anything or showed any new fans or entice any new fans to come and, and just start following Young Dolph. I think the way that Young Dolph delivers his music is very on his time, which is why he claims he's independent because he's not on a major label. He says he's not on a major label. He can drop whenever he wants to, as you can tell with his paper route empire. He always puts Key Glock on like every project project he puts out. I think they did a whole album together called like Dumb and Dumber. That project was solid. Nothing too crazy. That's what I'm saying. The whole thing with Dolph is like, it's nothing too extravagant, but it's also nothing too simple. Like, it's always, I don't want to say mediocre, but you get that same vibe with Young young Dolph as you do with every other Young Dolph project. And the only way I think that he could switch it up is to try to get introspective a little bit and try to give a different perspective of his life. As he always comes in with braggadocious bars with his, which there's definitely nothing wrong with that. Like, I mean, rappers can brag about their life as much as they want to because it's their life. It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted to turn your spare change into thousands of dollars? Well, that's where Acorns comes in. Acorns is a micro investing platform that does the saving and investing for you. You simply link a credit or debit card. And after each purchase, Acorns will automatically round up the amount you spent to the nearest dollar. Then, 
It will take that change, no matter how small the amount, and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor-made for you. There are no deposit or account minimums to maintain, no commission fees, and no penalties when withdrawing funds. Download the Acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today. But as far as longevity in the game, Young Dolph has that, and I just think he would go further if he, like, he would go further into different level years of rappers if he tried to go introspect the introspective route. The first time he did it was, I feel like it was a hundred so- shots when when the whole Yo Gotti and him and his situation went down. So I think that really showed how Dolph didn't really think that. I don't know. I don't know if he just thinks that, that that doesn't work, even though that's one of his most notable songs ever. I mean, he has some radio quote unquote hits, but not really. Like he doesn't have any Billboard top five. You know, he's not one of those type of artists, which at this point, I don't even think he's trying to be that type of artist. So for him, I would just keep putting out not music at a steady pace because you don't want to turn it. I mean, even though Young Boy's a, a great artist, you don't want to turn into another him just putting out hit or misses like that you may have one out of 40 but it's still you still put up 40 attempts you know what i mean like that's kind of how young boy is and for young Dolph, i don't want to see him go that route so hopefully this is the last drop for him in a little while and he can work on his craft a little bit and maybe come back with something more substantial so yeah click my link in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of the rich slave deluxe album and do you think that young Dolph needs to switch up the way he puts out music, like his rollout plan, or not. So now we're going to go over the overview of pop episode 34. And for the quarter of the pod, we went over Kodak Black and Trump. Talked about how Trump pardoned and overall, and then we got into how Kodak thanked President Trump, put out, which I think was, which I thought and still think is the best song that was put out in the over the weekend called last day in which i thought was pretty introspective in his life and he gave people he gave fans something that they couldn't have gotten if he didn't go through that situation which i always like when artists do that put their real story into the music then we got moved on to music with lil wayne and trump talked about how lil one uh, lil wayne shenanigans or whatever you call it whatever he was going damn black lives Saying that racism doesn't exist and all that crazy stuff, taking pictures with Trump, seeing how fans kind of had more empathy for him because of the pardon that he had with the 10 year. He was facing 10 years and Trump pardoned him. So it kind of made sense a little bit, which was why he kind of supported Trump like that. But at the same time that we don't the hip hop fan like culture as a as a whole respects Lil Wayne so much as an artist or just as a rapper. Now, we don't really get on him too much, even though he says the craziest things about black lives, like just race. He has the craziest takes on racism and taking pictures with Trump definitely didn't help. Then we had then we went into gaming with GameStop. GameStop's. Okay, I don't know if y'all heard that, but my, my uh, pop filter be just just drop. <laughs> but my pop filter drops like multiple times throughout the pod. I don't even think y'all even hear it. I think I cut it out. Anyways, it's just like maybe I need to give me a different pop filter that just stands up vertically and not even bends or anything. I wonder if other people have that issue. 
anyways um so with gamestop the stock went crazy jumped up nearly 70 percent a lot of experts say that it's going to go back to $20 a share pretty soon. I remember one time I was looking at it, it was 15 Now it's like 70 So I don't see it going any higher. But if it does, I mean, hey, you may make an extra dollar or two. But don't expect for it to jump up even more. Then we ended the then we ended the pod with the quarter. Of the, well, no, we, we ended the pod with pop culture getting into Young Dolph's Rich Slave Deluxe, which that was something that came not didn't come out of nowhere but it was one of those that it wasn't as great as i wanted it to be because i'm a huge young dolphin and i've been listening for so long that's just at this point it kind of all sounds the same so yeah that's about it for this podcast well not podcast that's about it for this episode <laughs> thanks for tuning in to the notorious mass effect podcast and don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you and what do you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my of my link tree as it helps the show overall and keeps me motivated. Also, make sure to share this podcast and rate this five stars on Apple Podcasts as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. It's your boy Dreams from The Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted to turn your spare change into thousands of dollars? Well, that's where Acorns comes in. Acorns is a micro-investing platform that does the saving and investing for you. You simply link a credit or debit card, and after each purchase, Acorns will automatically round up the amount you spent to the nearest dollar. Then, it will take that change, no matter how small the amount, and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor-made for you. There are no deposit or account minimums to maintain, no commission fees, and no penalties when withdrawing funds. Download the Acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today.